0: Hey, Anna Sen. Welcome to another episode of Ross Never Sleeps. I'm your host, Alex Ross. In this episode, I talk with comedians Patrick Hakim and Dave Merhaj. Patrick is certainly becoming a comedy club staple in Toronto. And Dave, at the time of this recording, was heading off to another Just for Laughs in Montreal, Patrick's hometown. We discuss how the comedy scene in Toronto is not as unpretentious as I dream it can be. We also talk about making friends in the comedy scene and how to work towards becoming a comedian just like Patrick is. And on the other side, what it's like making it to the big show.
1: JFL.
0: I've been doing that a lot lately, moving away from the microphone to scream to make a point. I hope it's working. Thank you, David and Patrick, for another fun episode of Ross Never Sleeps on the Never Sleeps Network. So you guys, this is your first or second podcast ever?
1: No, no, I don't think I've been asked to do a lot of podcasts. I feel like this like four or five. Yeah, it's not okay, a lot.
0: that's not a lot. No, no. I'm, I get
1: excited. Yeah, like I'm not. I think there's probably comedians that have done so many podcasts. Maybe they don't get excited. I'm pumped. I'm you, like a podcast.
0: Yeah, like I mean, yeah. the best part of interviewing comedians is they kind of you know they have their bits. They kind of regimented to to pull them out when they need to. Sometimes with the podcast. They lose that sensibility. Bits are out the door. Now they have to be who themselves, and generally as comedians, you're funny, so I'm, I'm excited to have both of you. Patrick Hakeem, Dave Merhej, whose name I can never pronounce correctly. I'm nailing it. It's
1: like Marhaj. you have to like... Oh. like the real way to pronounce yeah, it? Is it's that marhaj. Right? No, in Arabic, it's... Mi- <laughs> Sorry, it's <laughs>
0: Oh, that's a, that, that's a terrible Arabic accent.
1: you're like... I sound so racist. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I pronounce No, it's uh, Midhej okay. in, a- in Arabic. But in English, I don't know how to say it anymore. Do you speak any Arabic? I do. It's very choppy. Come on. Zero. Zero. I'm half Syrian, half Ecuadorian. Okay. I wish he knew how to speak Arabic so we could talk shit about people in the language when we're in elevators or in grocery stores. Well, we first have
0: to teach Patrick how to spell
1: Ecuador. Yes, and speak English. Properly. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to talk shit about spelling? <laughs> to to <laughs> me, no, first. the worst. First. He doesn't even know his theirs. I don't know my theirs at all. I mean, and are I, we expecting you guys a spoken word? I don't know my yours, though, and you I know? wouldn't break up with a girl. I was going to break up with a girl purely on because she, got, she wanted me to get the yours right. And I had to actively uh, look it up and Google it and practice. Didn't you have like a, I had a cheat a cheat sheet no, to look at when my, you text her because yeah, yeah, be I had a cheat sheet of yours and all the theirs so that I could text her properly. But who's who's really editing your stuff? Like
0: you guys, psychos, psychos.
1: But see, I assume that you gotta be out of your goddamn mind to to like. I don't know what would stress what why it was so bad. Like what would break the the mo- if I. Text the wrong, you're like it was like a fight. Like I don't understand why who takes it that serious. So I already you got the the point is you got what I was saying. I didn't confuse. Well, you. that's just
0: it. As a comedian, like no one's really going. Oh, you said that word wrong. Even as a podcaster, I feel like I know I'm going to screw up. It's part of the business. You're thinking and you're speaking at the same time. Some days you just can't get words out. But again, as long as you're funny and you're getting your point across. I mean, how many times have you been going, you, you know, you're ready to go do your five minutes. Mm-hmm. You get up there and you, you realize you touch none of your material. You go on and just wing it. And no one's going to no say, oh, you made a mistake. Clearly, you know, you're winging it. This is part of the business.
2: Feel like you're talking about every
1: night. Like I just straight <laughs> wing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? I think people still will come at you. I think they'll still be like, you should do material
0: right but like we could talk about your styles i mean your style dave you're very off the cuff last few times i've seen you you're pretty much my girlfriend put it great today she's like you're roasting audience members in like a friendly
1: way
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i yeah I, I don't wouldn't do it mean i've done it mean sometimes but i think it's just i like st- creating fake stories or imaginary stories So that I just, I'm just using that person and what I think their life's about. So it's more of like, I'm trying to have fun with it.
0: And what's your style? What are you you going for when you get up there? Last time, a few times I've seen you very bit heavy, which is great. I mean, like, you know what you want to talk about. Like, I
2: think lately I've been talking about like dating my girlfriend. She's a vegan. I'm not. We started moving together Our Growing Pains. I feel like lately I'm just angry and that's what's coming out on stage. And that's what I want to deal with. What are you angry about, Patrick? Facebook, people's posts. Everybody's trying to be politically correct, fake feminism, all that shit. That stuff just pisses me off. Every time I I log on my computer and I realize, like, I'm getting older, like, now that I'm 38, I'm becoming, like, angry. And this, like, I feel like it just... I'm too much first generation Canadian. There's like a lot of immigrant blood and rage bo- running through my veins. And it's just like everything pisses me off. Like, like a yeah.
0: fine wine. It's taking
2: years. Yeah, it's taking years. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, lately I'm focusing on that stuff. Facebook, political correctness. Uh, I'm just trying to hash out that type of material. You guys are both born in Canada. Windsor, Dave, yep. Montreal,
0: yep. Patrick. Uh what a, is it about those cities that make you want to grow up and become comedians and eventually at some point in your career work and reside in Toronto?
1: I don't know if it was the city that made me want to do comedy, I guess. I just remember being like a kid and just wanting to entertain. Not I didn't know about stand up necessarily. I don't know if it was like uh the city was funny. It's got characters and stuff like that and I think my uh my parents are funny people, but not like they can't tell jokes off, like like in the stand up sense. But they just make us laugh around the house, and but I think that can't. I don't actually know the answer. So you come from a funny family. They're for like they're they're funny people. They like to have fun, but I think they're not like attempting to be funny. I think the things they do comes out funny, and, and that's what's the cool part about it. Like my brothers will riff my. Uh, we'll make jokes, and my, uh, and my sister, so everyone has, They're like... a pretty but, funny family, man. Yeah. I've been to your house, man. Everybody's hilarious. But I mean, like, no one's, like, actively, like, I'm going to try to kill in the They'll kitchen. Don't take shots at each other. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's it, how it, he gets good at roasting, roasting yeah. audience uh, members, because he's, he's got to be on his toes for my, this family. Because yeah, when I was there, I was just there, and then my sister, it was it her kids that were in the living room, and my dad... And then my sister, I was holding a picture and then someone goes, man, your hands are shaking pretty bad. And I was like, I don't know what it is. And then my dad, I was like, but then I got worried because, you know, when they keep talking about it. So I go, oh, man, I go, what if it's like Parkinson's? And my dad just turns and he goes, man, it's not, it's not Parkinson's, but check. And then just went back to, <laughs> went back to normal. I was like, you just can't, you guys can't chirp me for a, for an imaginary problem and then carry on the day. Like, that's what our family is like. My mom will take shots at. Uh, just, but they don't, I don't think they know they're, like, my mom's not like, I'm taking shots. I think she's just speaking her. But w- there are points where we just rip on each other, which is fun. It's a fun outing. He's been there.
0: The mother-son riffing is important. My mom, it, it like, makes sure to keep me in check. Keep my ego yeah.
2: in check. That's so important. You close with your mom, Patrick? Yeah, I grew up a single single mom household. There you go. Only child, single mom Whoa. household. Yeah, so super close. I think in my teenage years, we were like arch nemesis or arch enemies, Enemies, I should say. Or nemesis. 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 Yeah, yeah. And it just like, we're super close. Uh, She's a very funny lady, sharp tongued. uh, And she just always, uh, watch out for me. But like, as you were saying, asking him, I don't think Montreal made me want to do comedy. I think uh, Eddie Murphy's Delirious made me want to do comedy. And then I just didn't do anything until I was 31 cuz I was just too scared to get on stage. Really, late yeah. bloomer. And then one day I, I was taking acting classes with a, a big comic in Montreal named Sugar Sammy, and he's like, "Dude, you're oh yeah." He's like, "You're funny." He's like, "You have to get on stage," and I'm like, oh, "I don't know." It took a year of him encouraging me, and then I just finally did. It. And once I did it, I just couldn't stop. But it was it was very hard for me to start. So then, where did you start, Dave?
0: Like, how old are you? Sorry, when did you start, Dave?
1: I think the same thing too. Like my uncle, my Canadian uncle, showed me Eddie Murphy, showed me Andrew Dice Clay. I think he was big into uh, DICE. Dice. I love Dice <laughs> still yeah, to who this does day. It? Dice is dope. You've uh, worked with Dice.
2: Well, I mean works. <laughs> I didn't know
1: that. Let's call that loose. Let's call it loose. Yeah, call it yeah, loosely. 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 Well, look at you.
2: Tom Green used to have like this in his house, it was like a talk yeah, show. I, was, I watched and it. And people used to Skype in. But I used to like do crazy stuff and, and I was like he, he was like, Yeah, man, you could be like a correspondent type. And I used to go to like different places in front of strip joints and like stop people on the street on Skype, which was Amazing. like terrible because you'd lose the single every, every yeah. two seconds. And we'd ask him questions. And I I'd ask like Dice questions and he'd be like oh this but
1: it was fun yeah just my uncle would show me that but I really liked Richard Pryor that was the best Andrew Dice claim pressure <laughs> <Yeah. for> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patrick.
1: sorry go ahead uh, no, that's, no. <laughs> he's actually because a lot of people don't know this about Patrick Hakeem um, I don't know not that they're checking you're
3: releasing
2: secrets wow uh, not that
1: he's they're checking check. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone no one's checking on me though so, but but uh, he he's a great impressionist.
2: Well, thank you, Dave. He's like,
1: he's wonderful. He does a De Niro. How modest you are. Like, no one's checking on you. Well, I'm saying it's like, De Niro, he does a De Niro that... Um, the cr- I like to see that. I like it, but the crowds don't. But that's, who cares about okay, that? Okay, this guy <laughs> is a
2: dick. Okay? Every time I used to have a bad set, like it was just I going nowhere, I'd be like, you guys like impressions and then i would just do an imp- I go, you guys want to see an impression i'd be like yeah yeah yeah, and i'd be an impression of robert de niro pulling up his pants like you can't do this it's just me doing this and pulling up my pants okay. it's awful all right and he used to like snap in the back that's not comedy he'd scream <laughs> he'd
1: scream from the back of the room i would yell at him because it was i knew what he was doing he was taking the easy way no.
2: out
0: you kind of have a de niro face so that was a good de niro face yeah. impression very yeah it's about this I know it doesn't really relate. Yeah. You know, he has our, a handsome pod- face as well. Our podcast no, like- <laughs>
2: listeners can't listen to that. But you guys met in Toronto. Uh, no. no, we met in Montreal. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was six months into comedy, and uh, just for laughs, had passed. i was just like, I just started comedy. There was like this sassy black bartender at the Comedy Works. And she, I used to be like, oh, you never watch comedy. She's like, I do watch one guy. And she, I was like, who? She's like, mm, Dave Marhaj. And I was like, who's that? She's like, he's this crazy guy from Toronto. And I'm like, well, what, what does he talk about? <laughs> he, she's like, everything. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And that was like the first time I heard about Dave. And then uh, it was after just for the last couple of weeks, Dave had just won Homegrown, and we're at the bar, and I, I didn't know who he was, and I was like, oh hey man, are you here for, for the open mic? And he's like, no, I I, I want Homegrown for Just for Laughs. And I, to which I I replied, what's Homegrown? I, I didn't know what Homegrown well, was. I at think I side. said I'm
1: staying, because I stayed an extra week to hang or out. Oh, two weeks, I two think. Two weeks, actually, yeah. to party in Montreal. Did I open that way with you? Did I go, I want, because I feel that's kind of I don't arrogant. know if you
2: open that it, as like, five six years ago but oh, okay. I, I remember like that I was would hate myself if I like
1: opened like that I think <laughs> you <laughs> did you're
2: like high on yourself and you're like man I
1: just want homegrown that's so awful were you living in Toronto at the time yeah yeah I just kind of like was um parting. I think I did it we it was in Montreal for homegrown then we, we drove to New York me and another comic Kevin Soldo and then from New York came back I think to Montreal I just remember being in Montreal an extra couple weeks and then just ha- parting.
0: but it seems like you guys have a deeper rooted friendship Like, I mean, did it
2: develop in this city?
0: Oh, for sure. sure. I I
2: moved here uh, three and a half years ago. And he told me, I'd come, we'd meet up when he would come to Montreal do shows. And then he told me, he's like, I told him I was moving to Toronto. He's like, you got to give me a call. And then we met, I had met another mutual friend of ours, Alex Pavone. And uh, they just, when I moved in here, these two guys, those two guys never made me feel homesick. To be, to oh, amazing!
0: Back. That's a that's yeah, a yeah. compliment. And
2: they uh, they took me to the rooms, and they helped me g- g- get my feet in the in yeah, foundation here. It's, yeah.
1: kinda, it's I know, like it's tough to it's, to move from somewhere, obviously, and then you just you're you're uncomfortable. You your you, you whole crew's back somewhere. The stages, people can be very like. In a business of like, oh, I don't know who you are. And, you know, so sometimes it's not welcoming at all. So I understand that, that, so that I, but he, I, I liked him. He's a good dude. Uh, And then when he saw, I was like, man, if we can make it as much comfortable for him in this city, then he'll like, want to stay here.
0: Out of all the Canadian comic cities, Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto, I feel like Toronto is a great hub for fellow comedians to find their brothers and sisters. Every comic in Toronto is friendly and supportive towards their fellow comedian for the most part. But it seems like not only do you guys have a deeper root of friendship because, you know, you have a Lebanese background, Dave, you have a half Syrian, half Ecuadorian. But it seems like you guys are moving to Toronto from, you know, Montreal and Windsor, plus your similar cultural heritage that you and, you know, Faisal Butt, John Paul, Uncle Ali Hassan, you know, (laughs) you all have this shared comedic voice. How do you, you know, you guys... Become close with Uncle Ali, with Faisal, with John Paul. Like, who else deserves to be on this list of your partners uh, in crime? Uh, Nick,
2: I Reynolds- think Nick Reynolds, and Monty Scott, Scott. Ephemios Nasiopoulos. But I think
1: it's like if, uh, Pat, Pat Bircher, but Pat if I, I, if I, if he wasn't a comedian, I'd still hang with him. So there's like a lot of comedians. If they weren't comedians, I'd probably, uh, to be on, like, it's gonna come off rude. Is like I would never talk to them.
0: But I feel like that's just it. You can't, yeah, and pick I don't think your family. Comp- you could pick your friends, and then sometimes yeah. you might have to work with somebody you fucking hate. I hate yeah, and it uh, happens hate, all the time. It happens
1: all the time. You just hate half of these. You think they're what? Like you just you are like you don't like the way they move. You know, you don't connect with them. But you're in a political. You have to be political for some odd reason. I don't know why. But but these guys, I I if I. If I wasn't doing stand up, I'd still hang out with them. So I was like, with Patrick, I was like, I hang out with this guy every day. I don't give a shit if he was like a, a clown or a comedian or a garbage man. I could, I could care less if he, he's just, he's just a good dude that I want to hang out with. So I think that helps the bond and make it stronger because you're just, it's not just a work person. Like I'm not, you know what I'm saying? like most of the comics, you're just hanging out and then you're stuck in all these weird conversations. You're like, I can't get out of this convo and stuff. Yeah, and I don't them. think the
2: Toronto community is as supportive as you think
1: it yeah, is. it's not as like... It, yeah. You know
2: what What sets it apart from Montreal and Vancouver is that their communities are really supportive of each other because they're so small. And here, everybody, it's it's like the melting pot in, yeah. ca- in, Canadian, in comedy it, for Canada. I meant
0: it more like, you guys kind of have, you know, a cultural shared background and, and kind of... Similar upbringings You know oh, You guys yeah. meet yeah. each other Through being comics I mean maybe you guys Are friends But you guys met Because of the comedy scene We
1: have through comedy And too, it's also like We we both have like An ethnicity I assume And in like you know It's like the, the kind of uh, Hacking And of I feel like, like
2: Everybody we hang is got like Kind of, of that, that ethnicity First generation Greek Or first generation uh, But when he hangs Guyanese,
1: out yeah. And like all those Other guys hang out It's not forced Like when they get Into a circle To riff with you It's just not forced It's like these people Are just being them They're not trying To get anything out of any anyone it's just like a good hang so like sometimes when you're doing when you're in comedy you go to these places like the comedy bar and you're like this person can't just talk to me normal they're just trying to get stuff out of everybody so it's like when you meet a core it feels like
2: they're they're networking they're networking and right. you're like oh, this is boring Wait, yeah. it doesn't seem like that with you guys and
0: it's we, oh, but we, it's not no absolutely. no but even when i see you guys with like ali like ali's oh, a, yeah, he's a friend a family, of the show yeah. i feel like ali's like almost like a mentor to your guy to you guys yeah
1: he, he's like a, and uh, this is gonna sound so Oh, uh, maybe I don't not preachy, but it's like, we kind of police that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want like the, the people we hang with is like, we don't, if some we feel somebody's trying to be a little bit networking, we don't want to hang with that person. And there's nothing wrong. If you want to do networking, that's fine. Go, go get your money or do whatever you got to do. But it's I actually
2: like, know Ali longer than I know yeah. Dave from Montreal, but I don't know if you know this, but Dave has been doing comedy longer than Ali has. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But he's just much more. Uh, he's just much wiser. more put together. It's like I
2: have a
0: family, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a mortgage, yeah.
1: and we're just like yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I he's yeah really like the- fits the grandpa role. He's just yeah, like
1: yeah. he. And I look up to him. And I told him this personally. I look up to him very much, and he's just like he. He has to. He's like he has a kids. He's got a mortgage. I ain't got no he's, kids or mortgage. Got great he has work ethic,
0: like a dad because he is a dad. But he also his
1: turn up when he turns up. His turn up is like yeah. like you. You'll see that guy. um, like you know, party out, and then he'll be like, "Hey man, I gotta go home." And you're like, "Oh, for real?" He goes, "Yeah, I gotta go home." And then you walk out of the bar twenty minutes later, and he's eating a poutine off the back of his trunk. Like that's the turn up that this
2: guy. <laughs> Ali like, likes to
1: eat when he's not. He's always eating.
2: On. When his wife's like, "I'm on a diet," and then he's like, "Oh, he's just choking <laughs> yeah. on chips."
1: After. Yeah.
2: Like, I knew
0: Ali before. We- I knew he was a comedian. I knew him as a chef. I-, oh. I met him through my line of work. I was running events for a food company. And I was doing marketing and, like, live branding for them. And I'd actually, like, sit in on events. And he was one of the chefs at one of the events. It's too funny. Like, our relationship is so deep-rooted outside of comedy. Now that I'm doing this and I'm involved with a lot of comedians, the fact that it's just come full circle. And, I I mean, like, I knew him when he was pushing Bland as Boring as, like, a television show. Like, I helped him pitch that. So, I saw Ali as just, like, the most friendly. Like, I'm a chef. This is what I do. To, like, no, 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 I'm a comedian. Like, so you know, this is part of what I do as well. But I, my real thing is, I'm, this is my show. I'm a comedian. I want to do X, Y, Z. And now I'm proud of Ali because of what oh, he yeah. comes from, from Montreal, from Toronto, yeah. and what he's doing for our city. And it's funny. You talk to a lot. I've, ha- I have, you know, I've had dozens of comedians come in, in, through the, these doors. And they're always like, I'm like, who are your favorite comedians? I'm going to ask you guys the same thing. Who are your favorite comedians? You can't say Ali now. But most of these guys are all saying Ali. He's the best He's a workhorse
1: man Yeah I support him Yeah we support him like so much man but like it would everybody loves
2: him you know what i mean he he just has that personality that he's just inviting
1: and he's nice and he just and he's super super funny it's like uh, but like naturally too and then he he just gets it and he's just a stand-up guy too and he's straight with you too he's not gonna be like no bullshit he also
2: authentically feels like you're talking to an adult when
1: you speak to him for sure and he won't let me do emails like, wow, he, makes, he makes you
0: call
2: him
1: no he won't let me touch the email like we're doing business together if he goes you're not emailing anyone anymore like right. on our behalf right. <laughs> so
2: he, he doesn't he answer my calls anymore unless I tell him I'm calling you on purpose because I pocket dial him <laughs> all the time because no, he's and, an A name and he snaps he goes what are you my four year old kid pocket dialing? <laughs> he just cuts so me? just as, as an A name I know
0: the wrath of you guys pocket dialing I'm an <laughs> AL too eh? it's either Ali or me I'm before E E before I I get more pocket dials than Ali does uh, have you guys ever performed in Lebanon
1: or Syria or Equa? Have you ever been yeah. there? No, I mean, I've never been there. I've been trying to I ne- I never been in the Middle East. I've been trying to go. I, I should go. I should make a better effort of going. I'd love to go to Lebanon, but I feel like, these
2: days uh syria is not a place i
1: really you can come to lebanon with me if i go i'm down and we just do a tour there yeah Uh, a tour that you might as
2: well go to syria
0: while
1: you're on that tour no we don't even do a tour (laughs) we we, know we just smoke hookah (laughs) (laughs) try to try to find lebanese wives
2: blue mascara all wiped
1: out to their faces your your girlfriend's yelling at you i uh, that'd be so dope (laughs) if i shacked up with a lebanese lady that bullied me and I just quit comedy. I think we just see
0: a sitcom being written. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She makes me Arabic Lebanese food every day, but she yells at me. And I know, would take You it. just want Lebanese all the time. I want Lebanese all the time. Absolutely. People don't know what Lebanese is. What is it? Yogurt with oil? Lebanese on? is like soft cheese.
0: And uh, like you guys both look at me like I, I'm supposed yeah. to know the answer <laughs> to this question. Well, what's your background? Well, cool. Um, I'm Canadian. Okay, um, I'm Jewish. Oh, nice. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> no. that's yeah, that. That's a powerhouse. Yeah, that's a Canadian powerhouse, <laughs> powerhouse. Canadian Jewish. I don't know. It's not. This guy
1: won the lottery.
0: It, it, it's. I. I was raised by atheist Jews, so non-religious, traditionally Jewish, so cultural. Okay. Um, I'm a pork eater. You nice. know, live have lived lived by the pig. So you share something else Ali, with Ali? Ali it's, uh, that. <laughs> That's like amazing. it's all about pork. Uh, uh, one one joke I have probably even told us on the podcast before when he was on the debaters. We're gonna talk about your your stint on the debaters recently. It he is a stint. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're they gonna call me back. That's as joyous. you would even. Yeah, we could tweet at him. They're like, yeah, he's never coming back. <laughs>
0: but uh, Ali does this bit about being Muslim in Hamilton, and he's like, listen, here's the trick: change your name from the pig Hamilton and change it to Lamilton. Come on,
1: (laughs) Muslim. uh, All all your problems will go away. Anyway. This dude, this dude once, we're like at the bar, like, you know, everyone's supposed to meet up after we're like, hey, we're picking a food place, right? We told Uh him, we're like, we're leaving in 15 minutes, man. 20 minutes, just chill. And he goes, but he goes, buddy, I, I, I can't. I go, what do you mean you can't? And we're all, he's like, look, I'm going to go a couple doors over. There's an Afghanistan uh, restaurant, right? And I'm like, first of all, I was like, Afghanistan, I've lived in the city for a long time. Where'd you find this place? And then he shows me a picture because he's notorious of researching of the plate. He goes across and we're like okay dude do that but we're going to a Chinese restaurant he goes yeah, yeah I'll see you guys uh gets there, is super excited sends me the plate that he's eating which I uh, he's the only friend that does that and we're now we're at this uh, other restaurant eating and he comes in like halfway through and then he's just like with his step I go this guy's still hungry I was like that plate was huge and we're all sitting and there's like a bunch of people and at one point um, me and another g- guy Al caught locked eyes with Ali he had tried to eat this shrimp with like with some and the shrimp fell off his mouth and landed on his chest but like he paused like he was like maybe a minute of like am I gonna do this <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm (laughs) like, he ate this off my chest. You you gotta be low in life, I feel. And the moment he ate it off, like, he ate it off his chest and he looked up and it's just me and the other guy on either side of the table making eye contact. I'm like, this guy doesn't, I'm like, you just ate a full meal. He'll be like drunk at a bar and leave us to eat pizza, pizza
2: and, and come, come back. back like he's that type he's of guy. This dude. is why
0: Ali and I are good friends cuz <laughs> I'm that guy. I will I will not argue with my friends who want to go to a terrible restaurant because I know of a good one maybe a few minutes away, away? and I won't I won't stir the pot. I'll go like you guys go, I'm going to go eat, I'll come back. You guys will be upset with your meal. I'll probably eat some of your leftovers still yeah. and I'll be extra happy cuz you guys didn't listen to me. You don't fine you don't want to listen to me fine. I'm not going to stir your pot. I'm gonna go do my thing. I'll send you I like this whole sending a picture. It's almost like he's like laughing at you guys. he has been like, before you even get your Chinese food, I've already consumed this amazing Afghan he's, uh, food. I
1: have I've I've done, done that one level, man. Like I, I've done I was at the the strip joint Jilly's Is it Jilly's Not Jilly's. Jilly's. Jilly's No, what's the one on Dungeon? No filmmores. So I have filmmore with two comics. I go but I, I go get a poutine across the street, I come back, and one of the comics we've been drinking is like uneasy. When and it's me and the other comic are like, Hey you good, man? And he goes, uh I'm gonna be honest uh, I haven't been really You know p- Parting that much But I I shit my pants And we're like What? Oh, hey, wow You know What would you put on the underwear? he goes In the garbage in the <laughs> bathroom. As he's telling us He <laughs> shit his pants <laughs> Stripper is doing like what, like she zeroed in on him, but she doesn't know that he's and she goes, You and then he goes, No, no, no. like he's, a, he's like, no, 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 please. And then she goes, You and he goes, No, no, no. And then we're, me and Alex are dying. He gets put on stage, and oh, every man. moment when she lifted his pants and went down, we we're like, Yo, this guy just <laughs> literally shit <laughs> himself. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know I how we never... got to that
0: story from Ali Hassan, but uh, I just kidding it, it popped in my head yeah. and I got
1: excited. I never exposed a person's name, but it okay. just was like one of those.
0: Well, sorry, Ali. We didn't mean to expose your name yeah. during this. No, uh, Ali I, didn't I do just, that. That would joking. be dope. I'm Ali just has... joking. No, but Ali has four kids, so he knows what it's like to like, either lead the pack or let them do the chaos and him kind of just be like, I know how to deal without them knowing that I'm not going to kill them right after
1: or, or like deal with their shit. I know he's got no patience. patience. He snaps a lot he snapped on us many times with that
0: I think I'm gonna need to start a podcast where we just
2: have comedians just come talk to talk about, about Ali. Ali that's yeah. how great he is and how he snaps when he's hungry <laughs> I like how
1: the more we talk about him the less
2: good things we have to say about dude, him dude, dude he has
1: his leather jacket he puts on and he turns into a bully <laughs> hey it's like triple H Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: triple H dude he is oh a man. brown leather jacket <laughs> and he thinks all. he's the
1: coolest uh, he just
2: looks like a cool dad in a leather dude, he jacket he was
1: bullying me at my own taping when he had that jacket on I go wow I'm I'm, I'm taping, and he you just, guys
0: chirp all the time.
1: We love chirping, though. We mean this. I yeah, that's all we do, man. I think that's the best part. It's so healthy. to it to, is
0: though, and y- it comes somebody. from your family roots. My my mom has always been good with like, okay, I've had enough with you, Alex. Go home. My my mom's very good. Yeah, throws you out. Done. She's <laughs> like she's like, you still have a home, right? Go to it. You know, like she's good at that. She's like, I've had enough. You've eaten all my food. You've gone shopping in my cupboards. Time for you to leave and go pay for stuff and and actually be a member of society. So yeah, my mom's <laughs> Canadian Jewish. My, all my family are. are you know a, a little bit of ancestry from like and, Britain, you're from and i'm from a third generation torontonian nice my grandfather my father my brother and i were all born in the same hospital at the Ooh, same time in just kidding no. that, that, that part that? didn't happen <laughs> that was for you patrick but yeah no all north york gen i was raised in thornhill okay. okay, with the rest of the jews and I've then, heard things like that. Yeah, and then I. But we're we're on the border. We're nine 905ers that were on the Steels border.
2: Cousins of okay. Montreal.
0: Because do I have cousins? Mon- oh, of yeah, course. yeah. Do I have cousins yeah. in Montreal? I know I have a lot yeah. of
2: Jewish friends in Montreal. I grew up uh, north of town of Mont Royal. Sure. So, like, yeah, Luke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or from the
0: island. Do I have cousins? the The actual answer is no. Do I have like kind of like loose family friends and stuff there of oh, that I would call cousins? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But again, I'm actually it's weird. My family's quite small, lots of cousins, but as far as immediate family, not like just very, very small, not a lot of grandkids. So I don't have tons and tons of cousins. And yeah, I'm born and raised in I, I'd like to say Toronto, and I've been in this home in this studio for six years. Cool.
1: Oh, sweet man. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Which is down the street from your work. Yes. Yeah, not far from here. Let's talk about other comedians. So, this is just not about 45 minutes about Allegheny. Yeah. Uh, a question for you, Patrick. I just had Ben Minor on the show. Yeah. You guys share a lot of common, a yeah. lot in common. Yeah. Uh, more than just physical appearance. You both are featured on Serious XM. <laughs> yeah.
1: You both. Like, that weighs me about 100 yeah, pounds. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you on XM. Yeah, i like
2: on XM from Malta. <laughs> this guy, wow. Well, I did my research. You know what I mean? Like now oh, you have probably, yeah. everything just for laughs. <laughs>, <Yeah>. <laughs> The specials. You're John Cena now. I get it. I get it. But- I can't just like break in and be like, you know,
0: Dave JFL JFI, I got to work up to yeah, it. We got it. We no, got to work up to it. Yeah, Tom Green, yeah you know, Tom Green. You know, Tom Green. You guys both are foodies, obviously. You guys, yeah, yeah. You guys like.
2: I think he's like a chef. No, and I'm just chef. like I'm just like yeah, yeah. I like to mix the the sour cream and the guac together, and make it a special sauce. <laughs> but you know there's,
0: there's you're on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Tell me what it's like working with Tom Green. You know, you were this, as you said, the self-appointed correspondent Sp- for the Tom he Green Live cool. Internet talk uh, Show. He was
2: cool. I got to interview him for a, a bi-monthly magazine from Montreal, which is like a graffiti magazine called Under Pressure. He was very nice. Uh, I, I met him way at, years after doing that on the street. Uh, it was fun. Like I was trying to get some shine. I got to talk to Norm Macdonald and Gene Simmons through it. And it was exciting. Uh, I, I thought it was bigger than what it was at the time. But uh he, he was very nice, man. It was a lot of fun. And it was experimental. And we were doing it all through Skype. And, of course, it had his kinks. Like, we just got cut. And he was like, oh, we got cut. on to the next caller. But he was really, really nice. He's always been a gentleman. And when I, I met him in person years later... Stand-up guy, man. Very, very nice. Very supportive. And he had started stand-up after the stint where he was doing well, Tom he Green. Was, he was a
0: rapper
1: first. Yeah, check the OR, yeah, yeah, man. For sure. Check the OR. Check yeah. the OR. or is the video? Yeah, you yeah, like it course. so far. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We have friends that were in a rap group in Montreal called Shades of Culture, and they know Tom from time from even before he started his like public uh access, access show in ottawa so they just knew him as a rapper dude can rap yeah,
0: yeah no, I, I, he's got bars. I, he's, he I, did a new trump yeah, thing on that yeah trump thing it's okay yeah, dude, I, I, um, I watched the whole thing I, i'm i'm obsessed with tom still yeah.
1: Yeah. i wanted to ask him because I, I i met him in uh like a couple two two three weeks ago but i was so nervous uh, to be like hey man you're a dope rapper but I hadn't. I didn't, I didn't have a reference because I remember seeing him on that show, rap, or and I can't remember what the footage was. And I was gonna ask him, but I was like, I can't bomb this conversation. I've bombed many conversations. I just can't waste his time. But he. But he was a gentleman. He just carried himself like a gentleman.
0: And how many times are people walking up to him be like, check the OR, right, Tom? I yeah. Remember the like, part he of, of your like, career? He didn't <laughs> even check
1: the OR. He did this, like, I guess it was another, ra- it was something on set with another rapper, and he kicked a freestyle, and it was dope. Like, and it was like one of those viral, one of those videos where it wasn't it like something from back in the day. It was like recent, like, where he was spit. Like, you're like, oh, this guy's got bars. You are
0: your comedy style, Dave. You're a fast talking, you know, freestyling comedian. Your your fashion is standout. I would almost say your fashion and your crowd work and and your style together is kind of hip hop. You know, you're a hip hop storyteller.
1: Uh, I I've always like I watch. I just always liked uh, rap. I guess like you know what I mean. And I like battle rap, and it's just like it's exciting, just a form of it all and stuff. So I think I kind of. From watching it, and then I guess it, it influenced it in that in that standard. Like it's your,
0: pu- it's your quickness that, of the um, the, right? It's it, the audience really appreciate appreciate this kind of freestyle. Comedy you do, I mean, I just saw you do a quick five minutes at the garage where you were joking about your lack of stamina when it comes to dry humping, but as far as everything else, you were on fire with your off the cuff you know you pinpointed your 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 culprit your victim and and he was into it he was he was he was like rapping with you almost he was like, yes, like add it on <laughs> if
1: because it's like you know when you like you do crowd work, obviously you know it's like and you just you're just picking on the person. It's like, I never, I, I, I never wanted to do that. So it's like, he, but we had like, cause I saw him upstairs in the bathroom. He couldn't get out. Like, he couldn't get out of that door. The door was kind of janky. And then I, I, I was trying to help him, but I go, fuck, I can't even open this. And then he just let it go. And I was like, this is kind of sad. Like, he was still going. I was like, ah, oh, it's not a good human being. And then he came out <laughs> and he goes, eh, the door. And I yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't like, know he was going to be in the front row. This is the
0: guy stuck in the, <laughs> yeah. in the like, washroom. Like, to be club. right next
1: to me. So then I was all, I like doing, I like just being, I don't know. I just like, I love in the moment. I Since know I was like so long, from like 10 years, like just, I love doing in the moment shit. And I was always like, I remember when I, when I was starting even, I would bomb my act and then I would just go panic and I'd be like, hey man, let's riff. Like, I'm <laughs> not a good writer. And then I would just panic and, and people would be like, other comments would be like, did you just, why would you bomb your material and go right to riffing? Because like, at first it's like, you know what I'm saying? Comics would riff and go, this just not work. I'll go to my material. My safe net was always like riffing.
0: That's interesting. You default to riffing.
1: I just was like, I just, I'm just not like, not that I'm not a good writer. You know what I mean? Like I, I just love performing and, and being like, like, I don't know. I was just like, I'm just going to be me. And then, when I like, you know, I liked riffing in the schoolyard. Like I just love that kind of culture of like we would just sit around mocking each other or getting in a circle and just trying to be quick to make fun of people. So uh, when I was doing stand up it's like I oh, yeah, I wasn't the the best writer. So I just it was default. I'd be like, Okay, this is bombing and <laughs> I'll just start
0: has that ever backfired on you? Oh, riffing? Well, like an audience member kind of
1: Oh, remember I told you in, in Thunder Bay, it was like the the first two shows were like it was about like 250 250 people in each and they were fun, like they flew flew you out, so they treated you like, you know, beloved. They were great and then one of the shows and you start feeling yourself. So the first two shows were great. I was like I had the, the, the that Toronto jacket. I was like, "Yeah, man." <laughs>
0: You got some but confidence. Confidence.
1: The Saturday, the first show, I picked this French dude in the front row, and we're bombing together. Like for you're minutes. taking him down with you. Well, just I'm I'm sucking. He's sucking. And then at one point, I go. There was a lady that like liked hugging. I don't know what her story was. And then um, she just she's like, I love hugging people. But this guy, I go to this guy. I go, Hey man, I think we both bombed. And then he keeps talking. I go, No, 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 for real. I think I. You know, sometimes you pick the wrong person to to flow with. And this is you. And then it was this two white dudes one gets up and leaves and then this bigger guy literally screaming there's like about 200 people there like screaming bro he goes enough is enough like loud he goes it's not working it's not working you picked the wrong fucking guy for the love of god tell a joke like he kept going for the love of god tell a joke (laughs) (laughs) screaming like dude it was so loud that I just froze I was like this is loud and everyone's staring like no one knows what's happening and then he stops and then I go hey man uh, I'm sorry like I'm not hurt by this like, I'm not emotionally hurt. I get what happened, but this is just going to be a story. I'm going to tell the comedians after. And then the lady tried to come up and hug me, and then she left. And then I did eight more minutes of non-jokes. <laughs> just to show that. Yeah. No, I just didn't have any jokes. I just didn't have anything. It was a weird moment. He just stood. Stayed. He didn't do anything. He just stayed there. Like you know what I mean? Like if you he, he, I was like, oh, if you scream that, why wouldn't you just leave? And then after I was just like the audience, you know, audience come up. They're like, are you all right? And then the promoter goes, uh, Dave, just go in the back. And I go, oh. oh shit, I'm in trouble. And I just sat down, and she came and hugged me from behind. like So she's like, uh, you know, you handled that as 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 best as you could. She and hugged
2: you, the promoter. She hugged me from she's behind.
1: Like- it was weird, and I was just like, weird. I was just dying of like, and I'll never forget how this guy snapped. But he was right; I just wasn't bringing it. Did you default
0: to riffing and 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 lately, or just in general, do you kind of pick and choose your moments? It's,
1: it's like it, it's organic. It was organic, I felt, but then sometimes when you pick it, it just bombs. But yeah.
0: sometimes you just—I've seen you walk right on stage, maybe with a bit in mind, and then you just automatically kind of be like this is what i'm feeling tonight i don't want to do bits i yeah. just want to pick on you know unsuspecting audience members and have a good time with it you know and they want to be a part of the moment too the, whoever says they don't want to be a part of the the you the know show. the show yeah. is not coming to a comment i'm sorry i
2: well, sometimes it, you can have like yeah. ideas in your mind, and then something inspires you from the audience right. and sends you into another direction, and that's amazing when that happens. It's
1: like uh, like Pat, like Patrick is one of the, one of the uh, probably like for me one of my favorite naturally funniest dudes. So then it's like, uh, but I understand you, you're you doing stand up, and you have to like when go up and do it. I have that on recording, Patrick. We recorded yeah. that. But it's, uh, and I mean it, it's like, uh, and I'm not, uh, you, you go up and you stand up, you're scared. You want to become a fuck. You want to get 10 minutes tight. You want to yeah. get on TV. You want to do got all a seven, the fuck seven, seven minutes seven showcase minutes. For, it, just for laughs. So yeah. then you'll go on and riff and it's going well. And then you'll just like, I've, I've been there. You just go, Oh shit. I should do material. We just were talking about it. I was like, you don't have to do anything. It's like I and, I and I think just a part of I don't know at what point I was just like I don't care. I'm like I know I'm not the best writer. I know this is I just want to be me on stage. So whatever that is, I'm going to show them. So if it's in the moment for seven minutes yeah. and I don't do a joke, I and don't you care. Can fuck up- that whole energy just by going into material but then comics are always like they always feel that like not just everyone just thinks there should be some natural formula and I just remember reading a book at my shitty job at Windsor the comedy bible, and it was and it goes the line is like learn the rules then break them and I remember him being in the lunchroom of like yo I just thought that was the dopest thing ever I go yeah i want to do that at this shitty job so then i just from there that's stuck in my head of like I, that's something i want to chase so
0: patrick you quietly said that one day i'll bring that to the stage is it is it that hard to be told you're that, funny is this, and then to like, so take it to the stage
2: i gotta be realistic and respect that dave is in a different place in his career that than i am you know what i mean like he's He's got he's, more time on you. He's got more years. He's got, on got more you. time, but he, he's the guy, right? And I'm just like, I feel like I'm up and coming. And I just like, I respect the fact that I'm still finding my voice. I'm still working at getting my voice out there and figuring out what that is. So, like, yeah, I'm funny. I'm yeah, definitely, you know, I, I can be booked at, at a club middling 20, 30 minutes, but I'm still looking to find what it is exactly that I'm talking about. I've only been doing comedy for five I years mean, and a half. Yeah. I can't, I can't be as arrogant as a guy who's been doing it for 15 years or a guy Damn like Ali's been doing it a lot. Of <laughs> of it. I'm not saying that you're <laughs> arrogant, but you know, what? not even, the word, that was a I bad word, man. arrogant, <laughs> but you know, to have the confidence of somebody that's been putting more work than I have and that has more experience. I just respect the craft so much and respect the guys that, that I admire, like Dave, like Ali, you know, like guys like Arthur Simeon and Nick Reynoldson, guys that that are my friends, but I also like, I want to attain that level of success and build that hour like they have. But they, they've just put more time and work into it, which I'm still doing. That's why I say it. Like, I'm not, I know that there's more work to come for myself.
0: You need to have people you look up to to know the level you want to get to.
2: Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: So who, but, yeah, go
1: ahead. No, and you could look up, and I look up to even people that I just met, I look up to them in a certain certain aspect and stuff so it's not even like about years sometimes it's like I look up in it like I look up the way Ali Hassan moves and I've been doing yeah. it longer than him so I, I look up in that manner of like, oh, this is how he moves, this is how he operates. He's very like, he just knows his business sense. So I, I, you could always, the worst thing you could possibly, I feel, do is is block that off. Is like, is like, oh man, I've been doing the longest, so I'm gonna, I don't have to listen to you. I don't have to listen to anything you said. I could only listen to people that are here. You could, you could take. Yes. So I never, I always hear you out. You know, what I'm saying, I, it's kind of, I just feel it's not. You're not going to progress if you just picking and choosing what you want to hear well let's talk
0: about go. some of your favorite who like are your favorite local or just in general? i mean we can do both i mean uh, even if we want to keep the theme of crowd working comedians
2: i love uh a good friend of mine alex pavone yeah this guy his riffing skills are unbelievable yeah. and uh like i always feel like dave and alex were my mom and dad in in toronto and i just like I just looked up to you guys so much that it's like, I wanted to emulate that, that, like, that's, that raw like that fire in your belly type of comedy. You know, I there's different types of like comedians. Like there's guys that are, you know, they're set up and punch yeah. classic styles and there's guys like, "Oh, look, there's a psycho with a microphone on stage, but he's amazing." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Exactly. They're just like they're naturally funny and there's like they're really angry about things or you can feel like their emotion through what they're talking about. Alex is so quick. Yeah, he's so quick. And he's amazing. He just Everything he says has value. Like yeah. it's just like it yep. means a lot to him. Whatever he's talking about, whether it's his uncle chasing a
1: goose or yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I speak to him like almost every other day. So I, yeah, that's like that's my that's my guy.
0: Well, just to kind of change the question a bit for you, Dave, who do you think opened the doors for kind of freestyle or hip hop comedy? I
1: didn't even know that was a thing. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> not... I feel weird even saying it. Uh, I think because people back in the day would always talk about. Richard Pryor as being hip hop or being rap before rap does that make sense? not before sure. rap but he was he was doing hip hop comedy yeah. or rap comedy whatever because of the uh because uh, I again I don't know exactly 100% what I'm saying so I don't <laughs> does that make sense like I don't want to act like I know what I'm saying but like rap is very it's you know would, you know you you speak your mind like from common to well, yeah, most he, deaf like, you had that, like, that's what they, they were, it's almost like how punk was, I assume, right? You're, you're speaking out and prior was doing that when you, when you weren't. Same with Kinnison for, you want to talk about punk yeah, rock? Yeah, Kinnison's exactly. like the yeah. punk
2: rocker so it's like, of.
1: There you go. So it's like that. So and I think those two. You they're know? saying
2: whatever they wanted to say. And I think that's important because a lot of people today are just trying to control what everybody's saying or what yeah. they can't say or how, how politically correct you should say. You know, those, I think those
1: two did it and Chappelle has like a vibe I was going to say Chappelle, Chappelle has a vibe sure. too even Chris Rock has a vibe even too even Louis CK yeah, yeah. yeah. Hannibal, Hannibal for sure.
0: are you guys big fans of Hannibal? I like Hannibal I also like
2: Eric Andre a lot
1: are you yes. just gonna, he so, just
0: announced a show September at the Danforth he's coming to do a, a big show Cool man. Yeah, Eric Andre, he was just here last for North by Northeast, who I saw Matt O'Brien open for. Nice. It was sponsored by Fleshlight. I heard it. There was that. a pro what, uh, what happened?
1: Uh, I just heard that he opened for him. Oh. I didn't I don't know, know details.
0: <laughs> there was a proper introduction by a Fleshlight porn star, um, Lisa Ann. Lisa Ann. And between Lisa Ann, Matt O'Brien, and uh Eric Andre, quite the cocktail of jokes and, and it was just the vibe in the house was perfect. That's amazing. It was one of the best shows I, I saw at North by Northeast.
2: I used to write for Lisa Ann.
0: How do you write for a porn star? I,
2: I used to write. Uh, I was a scriptwriter writer for Brazzers.com yeah, before is, I moved in Montreal before I moved to Toronto. That's like it? That's, that's the that's end it. of that story. That's what I, 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 script, I did like a hundred and fifty different scenes before I was like, I can't take this what you, what anymore. What was, like, some of the dialogue? Like, oh. See, this is the, what I get. Every guy's always <laughs> like, did you have... To... <laughs> no, no, like, uh, I, I, it's, this it's is actually, why I'm not a it's, comedian, it's, it's okay? More, it's like, it's a, like, okay, dress them. You have to, like, I want you to dress, like, this American apparel model in this scene, and just, like... And then the like, different, different sub-sites had different things. Like, there was, like big butts like it big and they had different like type of uh, scenes like big butts like it big was like an angry girl and an angry guy and they get into a fight and then all of a sudden they start doing it and then like what was the mommy's got boobs was like a guy who's like oh are you my friend's mother oh, is he here and then that was like another you had to write pertaining to the niche
0: okay i'm gonna ask the, the same question that everybody else has asked how many times have you masturbated to your own dialogue? Zero.
2: Come on. You've never just I caught yourself God, every on a thi- site. No, because we had passwords for every site. Reality Kings, uh, Bang Bros, all of them. Thanks. Hey, all these companies I'm, don't I'm sponsor a, this I'm podcast, a, by the I'm way. A, like a gon- yeah, I'm a gonzo guy. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, he's like Dave, offended. He's like, oh, like, Like, like I, need, I wish I had porn star no, money, of no, course. I, I'm joking. Like, Brazzers is too story-based, and I'm more like... Too story-based. It's too, it's too much, like... You Isn't know, that like, good for your career, though? No, no. I like... I like my porn like Gonzo styles. Like they have a camera and they're like, "Well, how old are you?" And she's like, "I'm 16." And she's like, "18." And yeah, yeah that's how I like. All it. All right. Well, this this interview went a whole other direction. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I also this is way back. It's like I I saw about comics. I saw Todd Graham at the. <laughs> it just be. It was so. He's perform- going to be there
0: tonight. You're performing with him tonight, aren't you?
1: Yeah. He remember at the. Ah, oh, fuck that Hangover show, man! This guy was so because I haven't seen Todd in a long time. Oh, he and, was tight. He was tight, man.
0: Also a JFL, that
2: yeah, guy this he, year. He, he deserves like, it, man. He, he crushed, really is. I'm so happy. I love Todd. That
1: that back. He's a guy that I love. It. Yeah. I just wanted to mention. I was like, I can't not. I I I, I would. He was on. Um, he was great, man. But, and then Chris Robinson has to. Uh, I have to put those names out yeah, there absolutely. too. With with Pavone as like just so fucking uh just great have you ever seen chris Chris robinson Robinson? of course yeah 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 yeah, yeah. this guy too is like he he, he, he give him like a couple more years man he's very natural he's quick and he just is paul thompson like just yeah he's and he's just a performer
0: todd is is like the quickest wit for the slowest
2: delivery yeah yeah
1: that's what I
0: i like about his style it's like he he he's he already knows the joke. He's like five steps ahead of you, but his delivery is just so calm and perfect.
1: Yeah. And then yeah. you,
0: and then you're like, "Oh, was that a joke? Oh, that's fucking
1: hilarious!" Like I, those, it, it's those it's I a wanted. reaction yeah. and this guy's not Canadian, but he lived, lived in Canada. Dino Archie. If you ever get a chance to see Dino Archie, just like super natural and and. A great Did you point watch Dave?
2: Spe- Did you come uh, see Dave at the Drake? Your your special. We like
1: shot you, again, then, that was last month in May and Dino was the no, opener no, and I he didn't got catch such that. a good response because uh, anytime anyone messaged me after that they were like that guy such a great response man I was like this guy the fucking, the guy who books the Drake love, like, just in, like, fresh voice. She's a fantastic pro- performer. So.
2: But you're
0: performing tonight with Todd. You're doing a JFL kind of warm-up show at the Underground tonight.
1: Yes, with Jeff Paul.
0: With cousin of John Paul, Jeff Paul.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the,
0: at the Underground in the East End, which is my personal favorite um comedian club comic club just
1: because you guys didn't even know how throwback that place is
0: isn't that funny yeah. you've
1: been to it when it was like 10 years no, ago wow, uh, bro. i've
0: only been going you know religiously since jeff paul started doing since his jeff- show oh, okay.
1: so you all you only like a yearish
0: yeah let's just that. talk about
1: all you motherfuckers <laughs> all you <laughs> motherfuckers but no back in the day it was that it was on the same street but different location and it was like not originally it was Brian O'Gorman in the she didn't have a back area it was the front with maybe four tables and it was us performing the four tables like at the front and then it, it, this shit grew dude into like a comedy club like I just remember from, from time how it just grew into like every like space was added more people it was more popular it was so low key back then I don't even think like I remember one time we ran out the building because we thought we saw police. We got the cops oh out there God. and someone came in the back and they're like, cops! And everyone ran out the back and then halfway through running someone was like, yo man, we don't have any criminal records. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone running? And we're like, ah, I don't know. We all stopped in the alley like idiots. And we used to like, Dread Lee used to come through Rob Mayhew like it was just this core group and it just grew to what it is now which is super awesome I think.
0: And it's like a club. Not not, a club not even now. just yeah, but like even like it's a club for comics, it's a club yeah. for it's a cafe for people. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely the best of all the worlds and I feel like even all the comics at the end of the night are flooding you know the underground you know to yeah. catch friend shows joey's really good about letting yep. you guys in for free yeah. and just kind of mingling. amazing she is she is she's one of the pillars what are some of the other great comedy clubs whether in toronto montreal vancouver la what what do i need to go to when i go to these cities that almost are like the underground
2: i love, or, I love the comedy works in montreal comedy works is great. it's just dude. like a traditional so small room fits a hundred people Bar right out of the back, brick wall. Yeah.
1: You Perfect. know what's getting good too is the comedy nest. Like David Acker and Phil Shusha took yeah. it over and it wasn't like that before, dude. Well, they re, like, they, they re even renovated, like, renovated. the way the stages. Yeah. They and made it better. So I was there in January. Man, it's so great. The energy's like way better. The crowds are better. They remodeled that space from what it was before. Uh, and there's a new club so in dope. Toronto
2: called The Corner. Yeah,
0: Jerry Dopsky is doing a lot of shows
2: there. Yeah, and it's really intimate. You Ali can, does you shows can, there. You can only fit thirty people there. What's
0: it like bombing in a small comedy club? Versus, you know, where you can't really see too many faces. Man, you
2: bomb, you
1: bomb, you bomb, you bomb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it, 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 it's so you, lonely. <laughs> like if you can
2: bomb well, it's still it's funny, still right? Like if you can, uh, while the you're best, bombing. You know,
1: you know, we didn't even. It's kind of ignorant. We didn't even mention him. Mark Debonis. Yeah, man, that guy should be up there with, with, with Pavone, man. Mark Debonis. Like I love Mark Debonis. Mark has yeah, like probably got stuff. one of the most uniqueest perspectives I've ever, I've ever, I've ever been around. So I have to give him. We we have to give him props, yeah. but he also, he kills, but when you watch Mark, the bonus he bomb... He's
2: the best bomber, bomber I've ever, ever seen. Him and also Nick Flanagan bombing is actually, <laughs> I love...
1: Like it's just yeah. amazing. You just catch, like, well, this is what dude. it is. Mark Davonis does this. We do the show. Me and him. At the, like it's like an Italian family, but it's like for their sons gonna get married. So it's at this hall, and it's Pavone's dad is in the audience because he knows the family. So I think it was me and then Mark, and then Mark goes up and he's like, they're just kind of he got him slow, right? So at first he just start make. At first he's doing his jokes and then not buying into it, and then he starts making fun of his jokes. And then they were—he was getting laughs. So after he's at the bar, and he's like, "I don't know, man." And then the crowd came up to him one by one. They're like, "Yo, that was awesome!" And he goes, "Whoa." what was awesome? And they're like, you're sad. He goes, are you being serious? (laughs) The guy goes, yeah, man, it's it's like, it's so amazing that it's your act. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, that you like bomb on purpose. And he goes, it's not my act. (laughs) So so they thought, he goes up every show, bombs, and then makes fun of his jokes. Like that was his act. And I was like, only this guy. Like he's like, he's like a Larry David episode. It's like,
2: he, he like even comments on his voice. Like, well, if you didn't like that one, you're not going to like anything else. Like, it'll <laughs> just say, it, like, and just prepare the audience
1: He's to so not... great, man. Yeah, it's hilarious. So Dave, great.
0: your marked bonus impression is pretty spot yeah. on
1: he thinks it's I'm insulting him he goes I don't even talk like that I like, if I close my
0: eyes I know you would be doing Debonis Debonis has this bit about fucking your night up by throwing your keys into a field he's like you wanna fuck your night up <laughs> just take your keys <laughs> throw it <laughs> in a fucking field and your night you, you wanna don't have the courage to do yeah. it yeah. <laughs> the bit is unbelievable cause it's so true we're so connected to these fucking these little there's like little pieces of metal that we carry in our podcast. <laughs> you know what
1: he's doing he goes to me he goes, he goes I gotta get better at like writing you know like I wanna write these scripts you know like I, w- I just wanna get better you know my English he's like I think I'm gonna take an ESL class in LA I go what he goes yeah I'm like and then Ron Jossel, another funny comic was like why don't you just do screenwriting classes or read a book he goes it's much cheaper to take an ESL class. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is going to go to ESL classes in LA to get better at writing scripts. He's a maniac. Like, that's not a normal, him and Monty Scott are probably the two funniest maniacs in canada at least doing stand-up comedy
0: yeah well i've done some research before having you guys on here and on mark Debonis' youtube page patrick Hakim has a clip of him doing like this lazy man's bachelor cooking
2: thing you do this bit about toast for like two minutes honest to God, it was like a month and a half that I had moved to the city. <laughs> and Mark calls me over. He's like, I want to shoot something. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, I painted a green screen <laughs> in my apartment. I'm like, what? Yeah, he goes, that. come over. Yeah. I go over. He goes, I want you to make toast. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he goes, we're going to do a cooking channel. You're going to make toast. Let's do it. And it Basically, and then we just uh, improv that and he put it together and that took like, 40 minutes <laughs> and, and you can tell
0: you can tell that uh it's like an amateur green screen because patrick's shirt is like blipping like on the screen Because <laughs> like, i
2: can't get you because i'm like i'm all like no. he goes i can't fix it but you know what it's perfect <laughs> <laughs> you i'm anyway. talking in a weird voice I know, just I for no reason it, yeah, yeah you're what you're you I are talking
0: watch it, to be honest though, all the way hi through.
1: everybody I'm, i couldn't but imagine. you're
0: like a, a lazy man's foodie I don't even I wouldn't call I, I like the guac and sour cream mixed together. I'm I'm proud of you. You yeah, can like put those two together. Sauce. There you go. Yeah, uh, talking about shows though. Uh, you've recently dave been on The Debaters with Steve Patterson. Steve's another big hero. Um you lost to Sean LeCumber debating who is yeah. better to trust. Yeah.
1: He's but Sean like if you want to talk about like pound, like one of the best comics in the country, man that guy they, like man that guy just it, just even he crushed the debaters. Like he smoked it out. Like I remember the first round, and then he brought what he brought. I go, oh man, I he's he was, he's so great. And in his act, his just his normal stand up is brilliant. He's just a really funny dude. So your
0: topic was who to trust: friends yes. over or family or over. And you were friends over family. No, I was family
1: over friends. Your family. No, wait.
0: Or, I think you were friends over family. Was I? It was wow. your case. Friends over. I'm almost pie. No, I, no, because
1: he was shitting on his family, wasn't okay. he? Yeah, I think he was shitting on the.
0: We'll we'll go to the tapes after. Do you want to defend or explain your loss? Because like, you don't really get a chance to on that show. Like, why I lost? I lost no, deservingly. No,
2: no. Okay. Right? <laughs> no, 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 you I wasn't prepared. Prepared. I just went up. No, and <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, man. Hey, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I am always ready. ready.
2: <laughs> what shows,
0: what other shows have you guys always wanted to be on? Dave, I see you one day on the Complex show, First We Feast, the Hot Ones show, where you're eating spicy chicken wings and discussing... Oh, my brother
1: just showed me that. Sports
0: and hip-hop with yeah. Sean Evans from Complex. I picture you... Uh, being interviewed on that show one day, like interviewed by him, yeah. Oh, that thing. spicy wings, talking about your man.
1: Craft. Um, that's that's kind of that's dope because my brother. Uh, we we just came from the gym when I visited. and He's like a monster. He's like uh, big and he's he's made of me eggs but with no shirt on, which I still think is funny. <laughs> <laughs> and he sits an egg oil to me. splattering on Dude, his body. No shirt like, on the all time. It. I'm like, man, put your shirt on. But he was, he showed me the the one with the who's the really funny football player, Gronoski. Yeah, yeah he, that's yeah.
0: one of the more recent ones. Yes, he showed me dude. that. Yeah. He's awesome.
1: Do you ever see it? He's great. He's Red super Man's been funny. on Jarul, Coolio. It's, watch that one where he's like, he falls apart on one of the last second last hot sauce he falls apart like he's just like can't answer questions but my brother showed it to me and he didn't know what it was he goes Patrick
0: has no idea what we're talking about Expl- no explain, I don't explain I, to Patrick
1: I don't know much about it my brother I just from watching it it's like I guess this dude interviews you but you have to try all these different hot these wings like in the levels of hot it's
2: like ghost peppers like yeah, yeah. Yeah, it goes yeah, high yeah and
1: then you have to and you watch the person fall apart
0: and it's mostly hip-hop like ex hip hop guys really? or guys who are still like trying to like build up their career from the nineties, oh, like Gronowski or like from not granowski um, but like yeah. like Coolio or like that's ja amazing. I want to see this. Yeah, <laughs> no, you do. Uh, you do. It's actually quite good. Eddie Huang's done an episode. Do you guys? I know you talk a lot about food and I'm trying to bring up food in in our conversation because I feel like you're a big food guy. I, I don't know about you. Are you a
1: food guy? Like, I give two shits, man. Yeah, you, I just need to film. a fashion off. guy. Yeah. Not, any, I just, I just was tired of dressing like whack, like me personally. Not like I was just like, oh man, I'm dressing whack, and and I just, and I just got, I started buying clothes, and I just. What was, was the flip? Like, well, how did you go from whack into being like, I like good like, question, stylish? Patrick. Good question. Uh, it was my glasses. I had these thick brimmed. Like, I finally switched my glasses. They were like, I got these before they were whacked get these thick brimmed black ones and people started treating me different like people wow, that I knew that's crazy, Isn't that this crazy? frame man I remember a girl that I used to be friends with I'm still friends with her kind of she was like her, her energy changed towards me and I go yo it can't be the glasses and then I just started buying certain items and then people were like oh that's a nice shirt and then I got Excited about hip hop boutiques Like going in there And just like I always wanted to find Whatever was was dope Or whatever I thought was dope So I I don't know Where the switch was But I think it was just for myself I just didn't want to look Bummy anymore Or just like This lame
0: but you stand out. I mean, I recognize you did a set about a year ago at the underground when I first started really going to the underground. You did Jeff Paul show, you killed it. And then the next day, you were like walking through Kensington, and I, and I recognized you had the same kind of style hat, and you were definitely like, like flaring it up. And I was like, Dave, good set last night. You're like, yes, thank you. I needed that. And you kept walking. And I was like, I wouldn't have been able to, like, other than that, you know, you would have blended in into the most like most comedians walk up, especially Jeff Paul show. Everyone's wearing a freaking hoodie and like cargo <laughs> shorts. You know what I mean?
1: I just and, and it's yeah because it's like I just didn't want to dress like a comedian. I just thought everyone was dressing whack. Not i per that's kind of ignorant to say I guess, but it just it was a motivation. I was like I don't want to dress like that. Like like I did not want to look like everyone else, like the hoodie and all that kind of. Everyone was blending the in hair, at one point,
2: or the flannel shirt with
1: but the beard. Right. I, yeah. you know, like
0: every not only every person in Toronto, but every comedian too. Yeah, i right? not gonna be
1: like I'm not gonna lie. It's like uh, and it's shallow, but like if a girl tells you you like if you dress dope, you know, like I didn't I don't care. I'll admit it. I was like okay, then fuck. If she thinks I'm dressing dope, I'm gonna be able to to kick it with her. So then why not, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's an extension of you. I'm doing it for myself, but also I'm doing it because... For the ladies. You want to meet people. It's a social. Listen,
0: you you want to look approachable.
1: Yeah, and you want to like... Yeah, and it's like... and, And I just like the outfits for some odd reason. I always... I'd even... Like if a girl was like, "Oh, can you help me like pick out an outfit?" I was just super pumped, and I don't know why.
0: <laughs> so if we had to like describe your fashion styles, yours would be available. Yours would be not available. I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Patrick can pull it off. It's just like I'm just meticulous, like in a sense where I'm just like I can't let it go. I have a problem. But you're also
0: like looking to meet and mingle, right? Like you want to be, you want to go um, out. there. I'm always,
1: you know what I mean.
2: Sure. But I'm just like I'm very... also with somebody, so yeah, I just he don't. Isn't. Yeah, I, like, exactly. Don't care That's what I mean. Somebody. Available versus not um, available. Oh, yeah, I meant, yeah. Like, Even yeah okay. if I get it, if okay, I get now you agree now no you no, no. no I agree. Dude, if I get taken, <laughs>
1: if I get got, I'm still gonna dress the same. I'm not gonna change. I'm not gonna. You, I'm I'm you gonna listen, you're I'm just like you're a listening cool lesbian. lesbian. <laughs> You know, you know what I mean?
2: Like, I don't know why you're talking oh like a Versace over here. Like, relax.
0: Sorry, that's my fault. That's my fault. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's been such a pleasure uh, having you guys here. Oh, thanks, man. On Ross Never Sleeps. you guys want to promote whatever your upcoming shows are, your social media pages?
1: I, I, I don't want to promote anything because I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that you invited Patrick. Because uh, <laughs> oh. he needed it. You're Whoa, really- <laughs>
0: okay. Wow, <laughs> first okay. of all, Patrick and I met first. Yeah. Actually, not true. Not true. At the garage show, I came outside. No, but I met you at the underground. We've met. Sort of. Sort of. But when I asked you guys to come on the show, I walked down. I was wearing dragonfly shorts. And Dave stops me. He's like, dude, those are some some great shorts. I'm like, oh, my God. This really attractive lesbian fashion <laughs> no, <was> anyway, yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> likes my shorts so I'm, I'm definitely gonna no, I, I, don't, I don't
1: think it's I, I'm glad you guys met before me but I think it's more of like the state that he was in like you know sometimes you'll walk by like pizza places and you just see this sad old man off the edge of the like I'm more of like he needed it for his motivation it's not about stand up it's uh, more is like gonna be at just <laughs> for <last>. laughs June,
2: he still <laughs> he still hasn't got his gala but I, I, He'll
1: be, be there, like, man. I'm I'm actually uh, if you it, it, this is huge for me. It's like I'll be at Just for Laughs near the the logo. You know uh, the logo for Just for Laughs, and he's walking around and he does magic tricks, and I'm gonna be holding like his stuff. So his this is a huge stuff. gig, though. Like Just for Laughs goes, we can't pay you. I go, is it about money or is it about me supporting just pure? What is it called? Just puree. For like so many years, just puree. Oh,
3: just what is
0: just puree? Just Just puree.
1: Just It's just a blur. That's a you know. uh, But I'm happy for everyone else posting that there'll be a just for loves. I will be with the logo, living it. So uh, that's what I want to promote.
0: And what's your website?
1: Uh, DaveMorhige. And
0: what's your non website? Uh, because you don't have one, Patrick. Hakeem. I don't have one.
2: Like I'm still uh, building and towards catch the...
1: Patrick at a park in Montreal, building his thoughts.
2: <laughs> wow!
1: <laughs> not sharing a wheel. You up. can
2: follow me on Instagram at at Hakimness. Yeah, I, I, I mean, tell you to follow me, me on Twitter. But I never tweet. That's the thing. Like, I get angry at like Uber and I tweet at them like your driver's shit or at CCC driver. I'm like, I'll, t- I'll add them, but I'm never like, this is clever. <laughs> never. Don't you follow get, me yeah, on Twitter. Exactly. I, Thanks amazing for promoting pictures that. on Instagram.
1: Okay. He's got good pictures. If you want to actually hang a no, like, just call us and you can come hang out and watch Netflix okay. if you really want to see what we're doing. Yeah, we're watching
2: lives. Outcast on
0: HBO. Or you can catch. You know, you guys may be at the underground one of these. Go, you know, tonight, the to obviously, tonight, they're not going to hear this as a recorded podcast, no, but, but, I want but you in know. general.
1: These comedians come on here and talk about what they're doing and stuff. Yeah, we get it, but he's doing it. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like He's right. literally.
0: You just had a JFL comedian tell you you're doing it without a, a website, too. Without That's a website.
1: Right. If you if you could see anyone just eat. You know how those those pubs have <laughs> those garage doors <laughs> that go up? If there's anyone that masterfully eats to buy a, a garbage bin, it's Patrick Akeem you wow. know this is
2: this how mad he is that I said that he was a well-dressed lesbian I just want to point out that <laughs> now he's attacking me he's like you gonna call and like we're gonna leave you we're gonna leave. Like, you gonna call me a lesbian on the
1: air like it's gonna get ugly
0: <laughs> it will though oh, and we're only one bottle of wine down boys we have a whole night ahead of us perfect right. well thank you guys so much Ross never sleepers sleep tight Gee.